Well, South Africa's troubles are well known and well reported with slow growth, high levels of unemployment, massive power cuts underpinned by a turbulent political landscape. At times, it can seem like South Africa has been knocked off the top spot for best investment destination on the African continent. And with the WEF currently underway, BLSA CEO Wusima Vusa says it will be important to reinforce that South Africa is a safe place for investment. She joins us now for her take on South Africa's investment case. Thank you so much for your time, Busi. You know, the uh, South African delegation is out there in Davos, Switzerland, trying to shore up enough confidence from international players to support our goals. <laughs> but here at home, confidence is deteriorating. How do we reconcile that? Yeah. Um, and uh, good evening, Zinat. Thank you very much for, for inviting me. It, it's a difficult one to actually uh, uh, reconcile because I think when you live in this environment, when you sit with 10 hours of load shedding a day, when you have a small business that you actually have to shut down uh, um, because of stage six load shedding, you know, when you don't have alternative sources of energy to keep your business running, when you are hit by the inflation that were hit because of the Ukraine invasion, when you're sitting unemployed, you know, because of the 43% unemployment in terms of the expanded definition, you know, the reality, you know, is there, you are living it, you know, uh, it's, it, 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 it's very much in your face, you know, but be that as it may, you know, South Africa is still, uh, we still have an opportunity, you know, to position ourselves. We are still seen by a whole lot of international governments as the gateway to the African continent you know the business case for south africa is ours to throw away you know um we 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 and we are going to throw that away by not following through on the reforms that we actually uh, have spoken about we are going to throw it away by not urgently implementing the electricity crisis plan that we have actually put in place you know we are going to throw away by not following on after having auctioned the spectrum, we now actually have to uh, make sure that it's actually allocated. You know, we are going to throw it away, you know, by a whole lot of those own goals that we actually continue, you know, to score as a country. We're currently at WEF, Zenati, as you know, mm -hmm. and you know that South Africa has got the biggest delegation, you know, of representatives of all the other African countries. Now, that in, in and of itself is a big opportunity for South Africa. It puts the spotlight on South Africa for us to be able to present our case, you know, for us to be able to position ourselves. But it also means that our problems as a country are actually also going to be pronounced. I see Min, uh, Minister Inokorongwana has already had to answer difficult questions around the issue of load sharing. You know, yeah. he's saying it's going to be a thing of the past in the next 12 to 18 months. He's saying we'll be able to get out of stage six in the next five months. We need to be able to follow through, you know, on those things because we are now seen as a country and as a government that is it's underwhelming when we announce any plan or when we actually say anything so are we therefore going to take this opportunity that we're being presented with you know having the audience of the global investors at work and be able to follow through on some of the commitments that we've actually made you know uh and and as i'm saying the business case for investment is ours to actually throw away yeah and that's the thing busi because i was quite fascinated uh, with uh, inokodongwana saying at WEF that uh, 
shedding will be a thing of the past in the next 12 to 18 months. And of course, this is something that's yeah. been said quite a lot. Last week, Gwede Mandashi was actually saying it will be a thing of the past between 6 and 12 months. But, I mean, you say in your newsletter uh, that uh, it's important for Team South Africa to land the right messages for our country. But how far can those messages land if we still have this non-implementation risk in the country? You know, I... I, 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 I I was actually having a conversation with a colleague and I was saying it's all good and well that Cyril has decided to not go to WEF yeah. so that he can actually, for optics, it makes sense, Zinati. You yeah. know, Rome is banning, South Africa is banning. You know, your people, your businesses are sitting, your country is sitting in darkness for at least 12 hours a day. It makes sense, you know, that from an optics perspective, you would want to be seen to be paying urgent attention to the problem. I think this week with Cyril not having gone to where the optics is one thing optics are not enough you know it's gonna have to be followed up by something you know tangible it yeah. would have been brilliant Nikom was appointed seven months ago you know after Cyril Ramaphosa announced the electricity crisis plan in July it's seven months later you know the hasn't really been active communication from Nikom talking about, you know, what's going to happen in the next six months, what's going to happen in the next 12 months, what's going to happen in the next 18 months. Mm. We, of course, know for sure that there is work in progress. There are plans in place. There are so many megawatts that they're actually planning to bring in the system in the next zero to two years. But isn't this the opportune time to actually be, be, be communicating that, you know, while the spotlight is on South Africa at West, while Enoch is saying that load shedding will be done in the next 12 to 18 months, that is a statement. Do we not need to be backing up that statement with some tangible plans? You know, to say that this is so much that is going to come from IPP. This is so much that is going to come from the land lease project. This is so much that is actually going to come from the solar system, you know, and probably maybe some comprehensive plan on, you know, if we are currently sitting with the knowledge that bid uh, Windows 6 is going to be delayed, because the transmission, you know, and the wheeling, you know, doesn't have enough capacity to bring all these programs, you know, on board or projects on board, you know, shouldn't we be communicating a plan of how we're actually going to be dealing with the willing challenges that we have as a country, mm -hmm. you know, because as I'm saying, it's underwhelming when we say we're going to do anything, because our yeah. track record shows that we fail dismally at implementation. So I think the, the, this is a, the right opportunity for us to be able to put meat onto yeah. whatever skeleton and plan that we have actually already put out there. Yeah. And lastly, Busi, just talking about opportunities, uh, South Africa is uh, also uh, seeking, getting a $1 billion loan from the World Bank. And actually, it was quite interesting seeing that uh, this is based on the reforms that are already underway in the country. Is this really a sign that maybe not all is lost, that there is light at the end of the tunnel? There is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, Zunati, with all our problems, South Africa is still the most advanced economy in the continent. South Africa still makes the most sense for the entire global community to be the gateway to the African continent. Mm -hmm. You know, the infrastructure that we are failing to maintain, again, you know, another own goal, you know, the infrastructure that we, 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 we were failing to maintain is amongst the best in the world. You know, yeah. when you, you know, drive through the roads, you know, of South Africa, being an international person, you actually could be driving anywhere in New York, you know, anywhere in, 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 uh, in Washington, you know, anywhere in London, whatever. That is actually where we are, you know, as a country. So we actually need to be 
we're following through. And there is a lot that we've actually uh, spoken about, you know, in terms of uh, the reforms. And there is a lot that we have started. But maybe that's our problem. Instead of starting 12 things at once and hoping to and finishing none of them, should we not be putting our time, energy and focus maybe on five or three of those 12? Mm. You know, because when you look at it, it's not just the energy, the way we have announced plans. You know, we've actually spoken about, you know, reforms of the Transnet uh, National Post Authority. That is currently a disaster. Those businesses that are dealing in imp imp imports and exports have to bypass the Devon ports and go to Maputo and spend extra money to bring you know, their mm. uh, consignment into South Africa because rain is not an option. You know, Should we not actually be putting tangible plans in place in terms of how you're going to bring in the private sector investment to be able to fix our ports? I've spoken about the spectrum. Should this not be the year where we actually say, come hell or high water, we're going to make sure that we allocate the spectrum. Yeah. We've uh, established the red tape plan. Shouldn't we be coming out and say, these are the three red tape issues? It doesn't need to be 10. Let's just need to be three. Let's yeah. uh, 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 focus on three and do them right. You know, shouldn't we be saying what the red tape size is going to be? Skills visa has been a problem. We know the president has been presented with a, 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 a reform a plan in terms of how we actually uh, start effectively dealing with this. Should we not be announcing that to say this is how our skills visa process is going, right? Yeah. So there is so much that we're announcing, but we it's half measures. We so, are not taking anything through to its, you know, final conclusion, as it were. So, Busi, Enoch uh, uh, actually said something very interesting when asked if uh, Treasury would be giving ESCOM more money for diesel, for example, to mitigate the load shedding. He actually said that we don't have a diesel problem, but we have a management problem. And now you talk about how in South Africa we've got world-class infrastructure. But are the problems actually a management problem, a leadership problem, instead of the actual resources that we have? Zenati, it's a political world problem. Mm. It doesn't matter who you put at ESCOM. You yeah. can get the best CEO in the world, <laughs> you can get the best board in the world, yeah. but at the end of the day, these people don't operate like the private sector. They don't sit and make decisions and go ahead and implement. You know, they actually have to deal with their shareholder who is going to look at this plan. Mm. I mean, if I give you an example of if ESCOM wanted to deal, the biggest issue for ESCOM is their 400 billion debt. Yeah. Now we know that this is mainly because the big part of that problem is the municipalities that are actually not, you know, paying, you know, ESCOM. You know, it's Soweto that is actually not paying ESCOM. Now, if ESCOM and Believe me, you have tried this before. If ESCOM tries to tighten their hand of collecting this money, and when they actually uh, uh, load share these municipalities and cut down their electricity supply, you know, you'll find that it is actually ministers who intervene and say that, you know, it is not politically palatable, not so close to the elections for you to actually be load shedding Soweto or these municipalities or whatever cases. Mm -hmm. So tell me then, as a CEO, support who's trying to put interventions in place to deal with these things how are you supposed to get your money if the only measure you have to be able to deal with this thing mm. you know you are being told that it's not politically palatable so do you then say it's a management problem it's a political will problem Zinati, we have said the six thousand megawatts gap that needs to be blocked as a country can only come from the private sector. Yeah. What have we done so far to ensure that the IPPs are accelerated, the embedded generations are accelerated? You have to sit with NASA and with 
long list yeah. of criteria that you actually have to environmental license what behind government shot in and eradicate all that routine yeah. management problem yeah. it's a politics problem all and right. politics at the moment is a huge constraint you know on our economy yeah we've got the right messaging i uh, got the right infrastructure but at the same time now we need to look at the implementation of it all and getting the private sector involved. Thank you so much for your time and for your insights there. Busi, much appreciated. That was the CEO of Business Leadership South Africa, Busi Mabuso.